This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio, a fresh perspective on how to live your best life. Combining biological sciences, mind-body medicine, nutrition, and exercise. This is the place to get the big picture on health and wellness. Live from the iHub Radio studios in Palm Springs, California, here's functional medicine certified health coach and award-winning wellness expert, Jason Tate. Welcome to Tate Talks. My name is Jason Tate, and you're listening here on this beautiful day that we're sharing some information I have coming up this hour on Tate Talks. How important is our social life as it relates to our immune system? I also have some powerful advice and insights into this, as well as this week's focus on forgiveness and love through our forgiveness meditation and inspirational quotes centered around forgiveness. With the current state of the world combating a pandemic and the civil unrest in America in the wake of George Floyd's death, my goal this hour is to calm the internal flames that many of us are feeling day to day. Also coming up in the second hour, I have an amazing guest, uh, a local yoga studio owner, and we'll be talking about how yoga studios have changed uh, with the COVID-19 pandemic and also how yoga can help heal the soul and heal the heart of many broken hearts in America today. So fantastic show. These two hours coming up right now, I'm going to have so much fun sharing this information with you. I'm going to launch right now, actually right into, into the spirit of boosting our immune system. I've been talking about this for weeks now, uh, really focusing on our immune system so much since the COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic uh, started for us at America, really here back in February, honestly. So having several guests on the show talking about uh, how businesses are affected, but also really just focusing on how you can make the right choices day to day to improve your immune system, to avoid contact uh, and avoid exposure, but really just prepare your body and your mind uh, for what's going on. And there's a lot to it. And what we're seeing right now is what I'm kind of calling the tinderbox um, or just a brush fire that's happening. There, there's, there's so much going on in the world Uh, with us being socially distancing and social isolating and doing things that humans weren't necessarily, we're not supposed to do. Uh, I talked in a previous show about how, uh, you know, students and teenagers and preteens, how this time away from their friends and this time away from school is really kind of wreaking havoc on their social development. And we're social creatures. We just are. So it's super important that you are listening to the show, that you are staying connected. But there are ways to do this that are actually more harmful than others. And I'll talk about that uh, as well right now. So some main ideas. And by the way, I want to give some credit out to the Institute for Functional Medicine Uh, where I've received so much of my training and education and inspiration. Uh, Functional medicine is an approach to medicine or healing that treats the whole individual, that we focus on whole health healing instead of compartmentalized healing, treating the body as, 
you know, components like uh, parts of a car. Um, we're the whole car. Uh, and if you have something going wrong, wrong in one part of the car, there's, it's usually stemming from issues in other parts of the body as well. And so the functional medicine approach is the holistic approach, treating the entire human being. And right now I'll be focusing on social factors and connection and how our social lives affect our immune system. So a couple of main ideas. We want to encourage the reduced exposure to interactions perceived as hostile and non-supportive. And at the same time, emphasize encourage, and encourage spending time with people who are positive or affirming. What does this mean? Well, you feed off of the energy of other people. Uh, if you're around people who are hostile or uh, negative, always talking negative thoughts, even if at the time you're thinking like, wow, I don't really want to hear this right now, it's affecting you. And if you're around it a lot, you may end up speaking, you know, in that way as well. Um, this goes not only among your friends and family, but what you listen to in the news, <laughs> what you watch. Uh, I started off this past week watching a lot of news and trying to stay up to date on what's happening um, in the wake of George Floyd and all of the other things that are going on right now. And I got deeply depressed by it. It was so hard and it really affected me. And, and I was catatonic for a day and just in a deep, deep, deep state of sadness um, over what's going on right now. And this affects our immune system. Not only does it affect our feelings and our thoughts and our emotions, but it does affect our immune system. At the same token, <laughs> the pendulum swings both directions, which is a good thing. Um, so in, in realizing that I had kind of done that to myself by, by plunging into all of what's going on and watching it and, and, and getting into it and seeing what's happening in our country, how we're tearing ourselves apart, I got away from that so that I could heal. Um, and for several days, I just focused on positive news and positive information. And there are great sources for that. Uh, there are people, you know, hopefully you have people in your life that are the optimists and I reached out to my optimist friends and I reached out to, to ways to be creative and uh, to kind of not distract, but really just kind of shift the focus. Energy flows where focus goes. And so I focused on people that are positive, people that have an optimistic point of view. And I too became that person for others as well, which is also great. If you can be that person for others to provide an optimistic, positive point of view. And so I was able to kind of shift out of that deep state of sadness. Uh, and I spent the better part of the week in a more positive frame of mind um, because of the interactions. And so that's that's one of the main ideas uh, that I'm talking about <clears throat> with um, how this affects you and how it affects your immune system and just kind of how it affects your life and your ability to function day to day. Another main idea for those who are lonely or isolated, as well as those who are at an increased risk of immune um, compromise, it's good to recommend regular social connection as a routine 
some ideas for this, participating virtually in a local community event, uh, religious groups, spiritual groups, um, setting up. You know, my uh, my my father and stepmom uh, in Arizona, they they have um, like happy hour with their neighbors, but they do it out on the front lawns. This was kind of before it was getting uh, too hot. So, um, and I've heard of some families holding get-togethers kind of in their backyard, but everybody's, you know, 10 feet apart and they can still hear each other and see each other and you know, they share a cocktail and they share, you know, they, they each bring their own food from their own house and they have their own appetizers. And, you know, it's, it's so important to be human during this time. Um, and I make a point to when I'm out shopping, cause I do the, the weekly grocery shop and I make a point to thank, uh, the people that are, working the grocery stores and have constantly been working at the grocery stores. And even though our faces are covered up with these uh, face masks, um, it's still possible to see somebody smiling by their eyes. And so I, I make it a point to smile big and really just extend gratitude and thanks and uh, to those that are working, that are on the front lines, that are keeping the stores open and stocked and clean and all of these great things. So uh, these are some other social connections that you can do. I don't, I don't necessarily know people by name. There's a few people I do at the grocery stores, but even people I don't know by name, they often wear name tags. It's so important and feels so good uh, to hear somebody say your name. Now, they may not know your name unless they look at your credit card, which we're kind of not even exchanging that anymore. Um, but look at a person's name tag. And uh, I remember I had Jeff uh, helping to bag my groceries the other day because we're not bagging our own groceries anymore. And and I made a point to thank Jeff for bagging my groceries and helping out and being there in the store. So it's so good to reach out and have these social connections. Why, what does it do? What happens inside of our body, by the way? So what happens, there are studies that show that uh, when you have these positive social interactions, you have an increase in the immune response uh, and a decrease in the stress response. So there are several studies here. I have one here, uh, it shows that in a study over 8,000 adults, greater social engagement and cohabitation were associated with lower C-reactive protein, which is an inflammation protein, fibrinogen, and white blood cells. And in a study of 155 adults, a positive relationship was found between sociability and the salivary secretory immunoglobin A, an essential feature of mucosal immunity. Uh, all of that, what does that mean? Well, our mouths are a gateway to disease. And, and we have immunoglobin A, which is a white blood cell that protects us, not to mention the other bacteria that cohabitate, that are beneficial bacteria that live in our mouths. But we have basically standing guard in our mouths, these white blood cells. And having these positive relationships where you're talking and socializing and speaking with people, 
you actually increase the amount of this immunoglobin A, salivary secretory um, white blood cells, which are an essential feature of mucosal immunity. So this, not to mention the uh, effect that it has on our hormones, reducing the cortisol levels, which is a stress hormone, increasing the amount of positive interactions throughout the body. This also affects your gut microbiome, uh, having these beneficial, beautiful um, uh, relationships with people around you. So there are study after study after study that show that we're social beings. We're, we're meant to socialize. And so right now is the time to, it always kind of has been the time, but as stores are reopening, as restaurants are reopening, I hear gyms are opening. I'll be talking about that later. Be very careful wear your masks, wash your hands, uh, practice these healthy techniques. But if you haven't been socializing, if you've been staying away, now is the time to definitely get back into the routine and get back out there and heal your heart through these social interactions. Help each other out uh, and really do a great thing for uh, yourself and you have this amazing positive impact to heal and help others as well. So still in this hour of Tate Talks, uh, I have a thought to digest. We'll be focusing a lot on forgiveness this week and this week's meditation and our, is focus on forgiveness. health and wellness conversation from A to Z. This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio with Jason Tate. This is Tate Talks and I am Jason Tate. <laughs> Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to me, to listen to the show here. I have some information as I'm sharing, well, I'm talking about how social interactions and how our social lives and being social humans uh, we're a human animal and social, socializing and having positive social relationships is an, an incredibly important part of our total health as human beings, as human animals, as the human species. Um, and, it, you know, it, it kind of it's interesting. It takes me back to a class I took in college. I attended uh, university uh, at Northern Arizona University in Flagstaff, Arizona, uh, one of the most beautiful campuses in this country. And I've, I've visited many, I haven't seen every college campus, but one of the most beautiful campuses in this country uh, nestled into Flagstaff, Arizona, which is like a two and a half hour, two hour drive from Phoenix, depending on traffic. And it's 7,000 feet elevation. You're up in the forest and nestled into the largest ponderosa pine forest in the world. Uh, the city of Flagstaff is around 7,000 feet elevation. So you're an ultra high elevation, 2,000 feet above the mile high city in Denver. And just a gorgeous, gorgeous place to attend college. Uh, and and I, I loved it. I chose that school 
Uh, I'm a forest boy and I love nature. I'm a biologist. Uh, that's where I received my degree in biology and uh, teaching certificates and so on. So uh, while I was there, I took a class put on by the ROTC, by the, uh, on, by the military on the campus called uh, uh, Wilderness Survival. And I just thought it was a cool class. And they teach us in that class what's called the three rule, three, 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 three. So you can go three minutes without oxygen um, and before you start to have severe brain damage and possibly death. Three minutes. So the most important resource is breathing. Three days without water without a drink of water, after three days or at about three days, depending on how hydrated you were going into those three days of no water, uh, you're going to actually have a severe decline in health rather rapidly. About three weeks without food of any kind, so long as you have water and you can breathe. And some people go much, much, much longer than that with fasting and so on. But three weeks is the general rule. And they say about three months without any type of social interaction, you kind of start to, you know, with another sentient being. So, you know, you if you're six months, a year or whatever, and you have a dog with you, or you have animals, you know, other sentient animal horses and so on and so forth, you have interactions. It's not quite the same as humans, um, but imagine being completely alone, stranded, and I, and I think of, you know, uh, movies where people are stranded on islands and they start talking to volleyballs, calling them Wilson, uh, you know, that type of thing. So there's this three rule and three months is the social interaction one. We are social beings. We are meant to communicate and work and live uh, socially with other sentient beings, other beings that are aware of themselves, aware of life, aware of death. Uh, and try to avoid it, uh, death that is. So that's uh, the three rules. So it's interesting. In, um, in this focus on social aspect and social health affecting our personal health, I have this week's A Thought to Digest as I kind of shift into uh, the meditation, which is coming up in just a moment. So this week's uh, inspirational quote, A Thought to Digest, is forgive others not because they may deserve it, but because you deserve the peace. And that's really what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is, um, you know, shedding this weight that you're carrying. And it takes a strong person to forgive. Mahatma Gandhi says, the weak can never forgive. Forgiveness is the attribute of the strong. And as I'm setting you up for the meditation, which is coming up in just a moment, I want you to find a nice place to sit down and relax. Uh, if you have headphones to listen to the meditation, put those headphones on and get yourself ready. You can lie down uh, and do this meditation, but get yourselves ready. I'll be doing the meditation here in just a moment in our next, in our next piece. And this one is focused on forgiveness and I'll be calming down this inflammatory effect that's inside of our bodies right now because of all that's going on. Uh, stress, anxiety, and depression, they really fan the flames inside of our bodies. So coming up next is the meditation. And it's super important that you find a nice, quiet, calm place 
to sit and relax and be part of this weekly meditation. And like I said, this week's meditation is focused on forgiveness. So get yourselves ready. Meditation focused on forgiveness, improving our immune health, and decreasing our stress. Stay right there. It's good for your mind and body. It's part of the discussion on Tate Talks. From iHub Radio, here's Jason Tate. Jason Tate here. You're listening to us live out of Palm Springs, California. iHub Radio, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be here and be part of the conversation. Uh, I am bringing to you in this segment a meditation focused on forgiveness. This is Empty Your Cup my weekly meditation and focus on mindfulness. Uh, To forgive is to set a prisoner free and discover that prisoner was you. This is by Lewis B. Smeads. In this week's meditation, I will invite you to If this is your first time doing meditation, that's fine. If you've done meditation before, you know the drill. All you need to do during this is listen to my voice and listen to the music. And I will guide you. I'm a meditative guide. uh, And just follow my voice. Allow me to be your teacher, to be your guide. If you have any other thoughts, anything coming in, even other sounds. If you notice other sounds, just kind of let them come and let them go. Allow them to pass by like a calm, soft breeze and allow yourself to just drop down into a nice, relaxed peace. You don't even have to call it meditation. We'll just call this breathing and relaxation as I guide you and bring you through this time. Now, this will affect your body internally. It will decrease the inflammation. This will decrease the fight or flight response of the sympathetic nervous system and allow you to engage into a more relaxed state. Good uh, meditation or breathing relaxation posture is sitting down or lying down with your feet flat on the floor. Allow your legs to just become fully relaxed and your arms to just kind of hang down by your side as well. Also extremely important is for you to close your eyes. So with eyes closed, arms and legs relaxed, we'll begin. Listen to my voice as I guide you through this. I'll instruct you to breathe in for four seconds, hold that breath, 
and exhale for six seconds. On my count, breathing in for one, two, three, four, hold. Exhaling one, two, three, four, five, six. In for one, two, three, four, hold. Exhaling one, two, three, four, five, six. In for one, two, three, four, hold. Exhaling one, two, three, four, five, six. In for one, two, three, four, hold. Exhaling one, two, three, four, five, six. In for one, two, three, four, hold. Exhaling one, two, three, four, five, six. Eyes remaining closed, breathing and counting on your own, finding a nice calm breath, no judgment. Breathe in through your nose or mouth. Exhale through your nose or your mouth. There's no way to breathe wrong in this way. Just breathe nice and even. And as you exhale, allow yourself to release any stress or fear or anger. Let it go. Allow this moment in time these next few minutes for you to breathe and relax, free of judgment, free of anger, free of any fear or stress. Let go of all worries. Take this moment in time to allow yourself to just feel peace, to feel love, to feel completely relaxed to feel forgiveness, to exonerate yourself, to lift the weight, allowing this warmth and peace and relaxation to move across the top of your head, down over your forehead as you breathe and relax, letting the muscles around your eyes relax the muscles of your cheeks, your face, your jaw, letting them hang just relax. Allow me to be your guide, following only my voice, only the music. Letting your shoulders drop just a little bit more as your arms become warm and heavy. Feeling already so much peace. If any other thoughts or noises come, let them come and let them go. Taking this moment in time to give yourself a break. 
to just focus on peace, allowing your heartbeat to be calm and strong, and your arms to be warm and heavy. The two most powerful words in our language, in the English language, are the words I am. Because whatever follows these words is where you set the boundaries, where you define who you are and what you are. So it's incredibly important to be careful what you choose to say and what you choose to think. So right now, in this calm, peaceful, relaxed state, I'm going to invite you to say a few I am statements that are all positive. As you feed your soul, as you feed your heart, and allow yourself to heal, I am are the two most powerful words. So it's important to believe this when you say, I am strong. In your mind, repeating these words after me, I am kind. I am helpful. I am wise. I am loving. Repeating these words as I say them, believing them is I am the most powerful words that we can say. I am intelligent. I am beautiful. I am loving. I am forgiving. And even more important, I am forgiven. Forgiveness allows us to free ourselves of the extra weight we carry, especially when we don't forgive ourselves. It's okay. We make mistakes sometimes. We are human. It's so important that you allow yourself to forgive yourself for those mistakes so that you can move on, so that you can grow and learn. This is what we do. This is what it is to be alive. If you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then crawl. Or if you can't run, then walk. <laughs> if you can't walk, then crawl. Whatever you do, keep moving forward for the great Martin Luther King. We fall, we stumble, we trip, we make mistakes. This is life. Forgive yourself. It's okay. I am forgiven. I am forgiving. Allow yourself to forgive others. 
know that there is a kindness and a peace within all of us. Everyone has kindness. Everyone is capable of love. Everyone is capable of learning, of growing, of being better. And so are you. As you come out of this peace now, taking a nice deep breath in through your nose, a long, slow exhale. One more time. Nice, big, deep breath in through your nose. Long, slow exhale. And as you exhale, gently letting your eyelids rise back into a state of awareness, feeling that that brief moment in time you were able to let go of the extra weight, the burden, the guilt, the fear, the lack of forgiveness, and forgive yourself. This is possible. It is possible every day. And not only is it possible, but it's so incredibly important for your health, for the health of those around you, for your family, for your friends. You possess so much power for yourself and affecting others as well. So that was this week's meditation brought to you by myself, Jason Tate, here on Tate Talks, live out of the studio, iHub Studios in Palm Springs, California. Still in this hour, I share my feelings regarding the current state of America as we're battling a pandemic and we're also battling each other. I'll be talking more about forgiveness and kind of what's going on for me and through my perspective here of the world. Stay right there. Inspiring you with the tools and knowledge to make the necessary changes to live life optimally. This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio. This is Tate Talks. I'm Jason Tate. Thank you so much for being here. I just wrapped up a nice little meditation focusing this week on forgiveness and with the current state of America, the current state of the world. Um, I don't even know where to begin. Honestly, it's it's a uh, it's a challenging topic, and I'm going to do my best to to talk about this in these in these few minutes I have with you to share kind of my perspective uh, and where I'm coming from. 
uh, being, you know, on, on both sides of it, uh, it's hard. It's, it's hard to talk about this. So uh, before I get into that, I, I want to share some other quotes about forgiveness that I've, that I've looked up and I found that really, I think, are empowering. Uh, this one is by Najwa Zebian. And he says, uh, today I decided to forgive you, not because you apologized or because you acknowledged the pain that you caused me, but because my soul deserves peace. So important. Forgiveness isn't for the other person. It's for you. The other person still has to forgive themselves. And that's so important. It really is more for us than it is for someone else. Forgiveness is a gift that you give yourself. There are quotes that say this constantly, constantly, constantly. So uh, I've been talking about the pandemic, coronavirus, COVID-19 for weeks now. Uh, it's been uh, the topic of the world for months and hundreds of thousands of lives are lost due to this. And, and it's not over. We're still fighting this thing uh, as we're fighting everything. I mean, you know, it's been this constant battle in this country, health and wealth and you know, education and politics. And, you know, the battles are numerous in many different uh, genres and many different ways. And we were reminded at how fragile the human life is and how easy it is to spread disease with this pandemic of coronavirus, this respiratory disease that has claimed the lives of so many amazing human beings. And so I just um, want to uh, acknowledge the lives lost from this and not blame anyone but just acknowledge that they're, they're not here anymore. And all we can do moving forward is to live our lives in ways that the ones who aren't here would want us to live them. And this is um, something that I practice in thinking about my mother and the fact that she's not here anymore. So there's so many lives that are lost from this. And people are out of work. Um, people don't know what's happening in the future. There's a lot of political imbalances in this country. There's race imbalances. There's imbalances of wealth and education. There's so many different things that are going on, especially in America, where there's just this divide, this imbalance. And there are people that are frustrated. They don't know when they're going back to work or uh, there's the highest amount of unemployment rate and people applying for unemployment. It's just staggering. And then, again, in this country, um, uh, something occurs where black lives and black Americans are not treated the same. And a life is taken when it shouldn't have been. And people are so upset leading into it. And, and yes, this really did expose, again, the imbalance of race, the imbalance of wealth in this country. And it's, a, it's something that we need to address as a country. And so 
in the wake of George Floyd and in the wake of these other uh, situations, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> uh, I'm with you in the, in the space of protesting, in the space of uh, bringing awareness to the fact that it's not fair in this country. And I agree wholeheartedly that it's not fair. Um, I've identified uh, with just being human my entire life. I was raised to love all people of all types of all kinds. And I've been fortunate to have friends of all races and all uh, different types of gender and gender identities and um, coming from different parts of the world. Most of my male friends still to this day are African-American or black Americans. Um, and and I, I don't know why or how, but uh, even in college, I almost, I was just a hair's breadth away from rushing a black fraternity and being the 1% uh, of white males who are in black fraternities in this country because all of my friends were black uh, males in college. And it it was, it, it's hard to see in this country how they're treated so differently. And I'm tired of it. I am tired of it. On the same token, <laughs> uh, one of my best friends from high school, uh, who's a black man, is also a police officer uh, in Phoenix. And my own brother uh, is a police officer in Phoenix. And my best friend for 35 plus years is a police officer in Hawaii. And I believe in the profession. I believe in it wholeheartedly. I have friends and family that work in the profession. And as with all professions, people are doing the best they can with what they have. And that's a hard, hard job. And so to see a sign, somebody holding up a sign the other day, all cops are bad, come on. <laughs> that's not true. It's like saying all people are bad or all black people are bad. This is just false. And we really, really need to come together on this and and work hard to get it right. We do need to get it right for sure. Um, but at the same time, we don't need to destroy our own country in doing so. Um, so if you are out there and you want to protest, please do so peacefully. Please don't hurt other people's businesses by looting them and burning them. This is only moving us backwards. And we want to move forwards with this. So that's my message. Let's move forward. Let's focus on peace and love and forgiveness. And let's move forward through this and get better from it. This is a great opportunity for us to do great things for each other and great things for ourselves and everyone around us. And I really hope that we rise above in this moment. Coming up in the next hour of Tate Talks, I'm interviewing the owner of Bikram Yoga Plus Palm Springs, Anne-Marie. We'll talk about yoga, how it's been affected by COVID-19. We'll talk about food and more. Stay with me right here on Tate Talks. <laughs> 